0: What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today we are going to react to Wes Unsell Jr.'s uh, media press conference opening up for a training camp. And is it a problem if Blau plays in the G League this year? Let's get started.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Here today with my guy Brandon Scott, myself, the real Ed Oliver. Today we're going to react to Wes Unsell Jr.'s press conference uh, on Twitter. A lot of people are going crazy <laughs> over a quote from Wes Unsell Jr. So I'm going to read that one first. We're going to get to the uh, biggest quote that stood out from the day. Um, if you are familiar with Twitter slash X, um, this is from B. Haunt, B. John Todd or B. John Todd. Uh, he works for Monumental Sports Network, formerly NBC Sports Washington. He uh, put out a tweet saying that uh, Weston Jr. on Bilal Colavalli playing for the Wizards versus the Gogo. This question was asked by Candace Buckner, uh, and uh, Weston Hodges Jr. went on to say, uh, "Quote: It'll be both. All of our guys will have the opportunity." So that was a question about if 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 Bilal will play in a Gogo or play for the regular team. Uh, then Wes ends his statement by saying, quote, at some point you're going to need the young guys to contribute, end quote. So uh, a lot of people were up in arms about his answer, saying that Blau possibly w- – would not possibly. He said that Blau will be play- will be doing both, playing in the G League and playing for the regular team. Uh, what was your initial reaction from the question? And it did – it? I mean, from Wes Unsell Jr.'s answer, and uh, did it give you any concerns – about uh, what what his plan is for the upcoming season for Bilal Kulavali.
2: Um, upon reading it, man, I wasn't too concerned because I kind of figured that if you look at the how the roster structured, these veteran contracts, man, <laughs> they hold a couple people back. You know, Johnny Davis. What do they do with Johnny? Um, you know, so the thing about Bilal, um, can they, depending on how they set up the depth chart, could they get him minutes? Yeah. Are they going to be significant? Probably not. Um, you, you know, obviously, you know, Shemet's going to get a lot of minutes. Ganonari's going to get a lot of minutes. You'll see what they got in DeLon. You'll see if Tyus is really that guy at point. Uh, so it's going to be all about trying to boost the value of these veteran expiring deals. So my thing is this. If he's not going to get significant minutes, let him get significant minutes with the go-go. Let him get his confidence up. Because here's the thing. Look, people have short memory when it comes to Johnny Davis, man. The biggest, what's the biggest thing with him is that he came out to get he struggled. And then his confidence hit rock bottom. So, and then he went to the go go, got his confidence back. So, you know, you throw Bilal out there. Well, look, we know Bilal, you know, he has some work to do defensively. He's there, you know, what we saw in Summer League, and I get his Summer League, but Summer League showed that look, is a he has the potential to be an all NBA defender. I mean, he could defend, I mean, chasing down block. I mean, come on. So, but offensively, he's got work, and that's where they can work with him at the Capital the City. Go go, they can work on a fast release, um, because they work with Johnny. Um johnny his shooting got better but his shot got uglier i don't know how that works out but it did <laughs> um but they're definitely gonna get him right and so i think that if he's not going to get significant minutes why not you know at least he can put it 25 30 maybe 35 minutes a night with the go-go get his confidence up and then when it's time after the deadline or if injuries happen and they bring him up then let him get acclimated to speed and then let him go from there so i think i'm not tripping too much now obviously when you you know when you're looking at your first round pick, especially a pick that you traded up for, um, you want him to have the immediate impact. But it, you know, I really take true what they said about development. They're trying to develop him right, and he definitely needs to be developed. So, you know, they're going to take the slow, <laughs> the slow approach with this. They're really going to re they're trying to rebuild right, take their time. So, looking at this timeline, what they're trying to do, I don't have a problem with it. Right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean. I get why a lot of the fan base is frustrated because you want to see your young guy hit the ground running. You want to see him play, yeah. especially on a team that that is projected not to win many games. We know we're a rebuilding team. You want to, you want the young guys to get all the playing time that they can get with the regular team, but it, it's going to be a slow developmental process. And will dog said, they're not going to take shortcuts. So you don't want to take any shortcuts with, with Bilal. Um You brought up the summary. We saw some good things and we saw some bad things. We, it was a roller coaster ride for Bilal. I mean, the ball handling, his, his, you know, he dribbles the ball really high. He got the ball taken from him in the Pacers game. A Jarish yeah. Walker ripped him, and he lost the ball a few times. Uh, but he got better as he went along. The shot has a long way to go. The three-point shot has a long, long way to go. He hit one three finally, like, in the last, one of the last games of the summer league. Uh, definitely has to get stronger in the weight room. But defensively, yeah, I think he he definitely can contribute. The, the chase down blocks, the steals. Uh, the, the, his long arms, the wingspan, all that—the athleticism is there. Finishing and transition is there. Had a, had a couple n ones as well, uh, but yeah, he, he just had an up and down summer league. You don't want to base everything off summer league, but I, I think there's definitely room for him to develop. And him playing the G League is not a bad thing. They—they, they, I remember they said they sized up, and that was Tommy who said that they sized up Corey Kisper for a G League jersey, and then he ended up playing. So it could happen with Blau. Maybe they they size him up for a G League jersey, <laughs> but he ends up playing. But the thing is, we do have a lot of veterans on this team. You heard him talk about Gallinari, and Gallinari played with uh, Wes. He was – Wes coached Gallinari with the Nuggets. He is yeah. – uh, Gallinari has a connection with Michael Winger. He has a connection with Will Dawkins at OKC. Uh, he basically – Travis Schlank with the, with the Hawks. Yeah. So Gallinari's going to play, man. And Wes said that Gallinari – you can play him as a stretch five, at the four and the five, so he's going to play. We don't have a lot of bigs anyway, so he probably is going to be playing the five. But you look at the depth chart too, man. Playing time is going to be tough. I mean, before the yeah. trade deadline, before they trade all these veterans, you know, Shemet is going to get playing time. Yeah. Uh, of course, Denny's got to play and get playing time. They got to see what they want to do with his contract and see if he's going to get a, uh, another contract after his rookie deal is up. But yeah, if, if Denny starts, Corey's behind him at the small forward. You got Jordan pulled the shooting guard. Landry Shemet is that shooting guard. Then at the four, you got Kyle Kuzma and Galinari is the backup four and Gaffer is the starting center. And Muscala is the backup five. So any 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 depth chart that I'm looking at right now, honestly, Bilal is a third string guy. He's a third string shooting guard or a third mm-hmm. string small forward or he's a third string uh, power forward. So uh, and West is trying to win, man. And i brought up many times Anthony Gill. He's one of West's favorites. Yeah. He will he'll play he will play any veteran over a young guy. He played Anthony Gill over Rui. He played Anthony Gill over Denny. He's played Anthony Gill over numerous young guys that we rather have seen get playing time. And Wes, is, he's a guy that's fighting for his job. He just saw a coaching staff overhaul, which I don't know how much control he had over that decision, bringing in uh, Vanderpool, Brian Keith, Wes knows that, you know, he, he, he wants to win. You know, he's, he's probably right now looking at wins over development. And that's where I think they made a mistake with keeping him. And that might have not been their decision. That probably was Ted Leons' decision. But they should have started fresh. But yeah, it's a business. I get they want to showcase some guys like Shamed, Gallo, Demon Wright, whoever, Muscala, all these veterans. They're going to play a lot. And uh, whether we like it or not, a lot of these veterans are going to play. But I think for, for Blau's development, he has a lot of things to work on. If he's only yeah. going to get 10 minutes a game, yeah. then let him play about 30 minutes in the G League. He doesn't have to play 10, 20 games in the G League, but maybe he can get his feet wet in the G League, get his confidence up, put up 25, five blocks, three yeah. steals, Eight boards. I could see him doing something like that in the G League. Just let him show out. And I was looking at guys from last year that played in the G League. There was a lot of rookies that, a lot of good rookies that played in the G League. Uh Uzman Jang played in the G League. Yep. Uh Dalen Terry, he didn't have a good year, but he, he played in the G League. Uh Malachi Brandon for the Spurs played in the G League. Uh Johnny Johnny Davis played in the G League. He played 18 games <laughs> in the G League. He didn't, I mean he had an up-and-down rookie year. Mark Williams for the Hornets, he had a couple double doubles. He ended up having a good rookie season. He played in the G League. So a, a lot of guys played in the G League last year. Ochai Agbaji played in the G League. So that's my yeah. point: is that it's not the end of the world if if um if Bilal plays in the G League. So I wouldn't panic if he plays in the G League. Yes, it's not a it's not a sexy thing for your rookie to play in the G League, but it's a developmental process, and I'm not and I'm not surprised at all. I'm just not surprised. It, it, it's a it's a it's a murky roster it's a it's a kind of jumbled up long jam in some spots at the roster so the roster is jumbled up right now and they they definitely need a consolidation trade and it's, it's not going to happen until february and that's yeah. the unfortunate thing about it so you're really going to wait to the trade deadline to really see some guys play because i would i rather see pat Baldwin play than some of the, yeah. some of the veterans to be on i'd rather see ryan rollins play to some of the veterans but they're just not going to get that opportunity because you got so many guys on a roster so it's gonna be a weird season this is will Dawkins and Travis Lank and, and Michael wingers for a season so it's it's, 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 it's gonna be a weird season but they they definitely have to keep that first round pick I'll say that uh because they got they gotta be it's top 12 protected so they got to be the uh, at least and I think they will have a, a a record bad enough to get that pick but yeah I'm, I'm going on on a tangent so it's definitely got people riled up I understand yeah. but it's a developmental process and I think I think a few games in a, in a I think a few G League games would actually help him. I actually think they would help him.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, you know, I don't – I get why they might be upset, you know, especially if you look at the draft position and the fact we traded up for him. But, I mean, confidence is the name of the game for a young guy, man. And, look, that's part of development. You want, you want his mind to be right. So, I think mm-hmm. that him playing in the G League, like you said, 30-plus minutes, get some good games down there, it should do a lot of help for the young guy, man. So, mm-hmm. I'm with it.
0: Yeah, and weight room. weight room, weight room, weight room, weight room. He needs to get in the weight room. He needs to get stronger. Will Dawkins t- talked about nutrition in the previous press conference. And one thing I will say, uh, another thing, too, is that the G League program has done a good job. Jordan Goodwin yeah. has yeah. looked good in the G League. Uh, we even had – we had, I want to say we had Gary Payton, the second – who left, of yep. course. Uh, he was in the G League program. Uh, there's a couple other guys that have, have played well in the G League. That are Quentin uh, Jackson. Even though Quentin Jackson didn't work out in the summer league, yeah. he did look good at the end of the year. He had some good games, so we've had a couple guys that have uh, played pretty well in our in our G League development de- developmental team. But, yeah, right. Yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna get on to some some other Unsell Jr. quotes. There was another one that stood out to me about Johnny Davis. But before we do uh, get into that, today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Missing the syrup for your pancakes, or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. You trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a 20 up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. DoorDash.
0: All right. So um, we're going to talk about the Wizards playing faster. But the answer to me that I wanted to bring up about, about Johnny as well. Uh, somebody asked him about Johnny Davis and his playing time. Will he be a rotation player? No. And then wasn't. So Junior kind of didn't really give a concrete answer. He said he won't put an expectation in writing for Johnny Davis to be in the rotation. So that kind of stood out to me too is that you know he couldn't even just say straight up that Johnny's gonna be a rotation player,
2: yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> he just said, I don't want to put expectation on it, and that's kind of telling too that he he just he he will play Shamet. he'll he, he he may play Jordan Poole, of course, 40 minutes, and then Shamet may get 20 20 minutes behind him and Tyus and DeLon. So I mean, it's just Wes, Wes <laughs> being
2: Wes. Yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely telling, though. I mean, yeah. this is it for Johnny, man. You know, if he gets playing time, especially <laughs> after the deadline, and he does not play up to expectations, that's it, in my opinion, because there's no loyalty. Look, Bilal is their first pick for this front office. So, I mean, Denny, he's he's playing for a contract. I mean, Johnny, he's playing for a role in this team. And Kisper, I, I'm not, you know, Kisper, he kind of is what he is. He's a shooter who can cut. Defensively, he's not the most polished – but yeah, Johnny, man, it, you know when he gets minutes. But even then, like you said, it, it was this way. He said it. it was like, man, look, right, is the brother gonna get some minutes, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just like, man, he ain't trying to commit to nothing, right? So, so I mean, as far as Johnny Davis, maybe we'll see before the deadline because you know, you know, Shemets ahead of him, Kisper could be ahead of him. But after mm-hmm. the deadline, if he does not get significant minutes off the second unit. That could tell you all you need to know about his future in DC.
0: Right. Yeah. The fact that he couldn't even say yes. I mean, come on, man. You can't even say that he's <laughs> gonna be a rotation. We're not asking you to say that he's gonna start, but yeah, can he I at know. least be in a rotation? I mean, goodness. So yeah. So West. West was definitely like, yeah. I'm ready for West, and I. I mean, we've been saying this all summer that we know West is gonna go with the vets. Yeah, that's just what he's shown. He's shown it the past couple of years, so it's not much of a surprise. Um, uh, we're going to move on to the quote where he talked about the team playing faster. So that, that is somewhat of a, I mean, they, they say this every year. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts? I'm going to read it word for word here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Josh Robbins from the athletic, he tweeted out, he said, "Asked generally about the wizards, do look roster. Wes also junior said the team should have the ability to play faster this season. and should have more shooting on the floor. What are your thoughts about this? Do you think this is something that Wes is actually going to make happen here or the person, the players are just going to force it to
2: happen? I think that it behooves him for the for the pace to be faster and three-point shooting to be better. That was the two biggest issues last year outside of defense, especially transitional defense. Lord have mercy. But uh, yeah, I think if that's DC basketball. I was thinking about it before the episode. That's D I mean John Wall, what do he do? We we pushed the pace. Mm-hmm. You know, we made the playoffs off of the faster pace. You know, Russell Westbrook, you know, if you if you look at the career high for Bradley Bill, it came out of what? Playing next to Russ. You know, um, you know, you saw more out of Rui. You saw more out of Denny. That you, I mean, it's just I think that pushing the pace is definitely the best answer for getting the most out of this offense. You know, this whole bringing up, you know, the Spencer did offense where you bring it up and then you're trying to set up the offense and then <laughs> before you know it, 16 seconds and it came off the clock, and then it's hot potato. You know, not nah, pushing the pace is something that I think is definitely desperately needed. Because look at it, look at the roster, you got guys who can run. Even Gaff, Gaff can run, man. You know, you can see them lobs off the transition. I mean. I think this offense is better suited with a faster pace.
0: Right. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, and you heard a lot of guys in the press conference at the end of the year saying that they wanted to push the pace. So this yeah. is something they've been saying. Is is something that is actually going to happen because Wes, he's a slow, methodical guy. He likes to take his time, he likes to take time with possessions to slow it down. So the personnel, Jordan Poole, if he's if he has the ball like in, in Will Dawkins, they kind of saying they're kind of saying different things because Will Dawkins. It's not when he talks about Blau, he wants Blau to play this year, yeah, in games, not the G League games. But yeah, and and, and Will Will Dawkins said, Yes, Jordan Poole is going to have the ball in his hands more. I, I think you know, West doesn't really have a choice. Jordan Poole is going to have the ball in his hands because <laughs> you know, he's just going to be the best player on the court at times. So yeah, I mean, it's something we'll see. And and you brought up John Wall, they had no choice but to push the pace. When you have yeah. one of the fastest players in the game yeah. of basketball, John Wall, you just had no choice but to play to his strengths. And uh, we haven't had a guard in the last couple since Russell Westbrook to really push Monte Morris is a slow, steady eddy guy. Spencer yeah. is very slow, slow, steady eddy guy. And you got a guy who Jordan Poole, who's faster, doesn't have this nearly the speed that John Wall had. Yeah. But you know, he's a guy that certainly is quicker and shiftier than Monte. And, you know, I love Delon, but he's, you know, he's faster than Delon and um with on offense. And uh what's the other guy's name? Spencer Dinwiddie. So yeah, I mean, they're definitely gonna push the pace. That's going to be best for this team. It's a young running team. Gaffers better when we run, so yes, it would be his best interest to uh, push the pace. So, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Uh, another quote that stood out. Um, there was one about Denny, which was a uh, positive tweet. Um, let me see if I can find it. There was there was a couple of tweets that I that I like. That said, okay, so yeah, I found it. So he said that Denny looks strong. Uh, I think he had a tremendous summer as well. Uh, Josh Robbins also, also said he said there was some talk overseas a couple of months ago that Denny was dealing with a hip injury, and uh, Wes Huntso Jr. indicated now that Denny is set to participate fully in camp on Tuesday. What were your thoughts about that answer?
2: Easy, man. No excuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> excuses are done, man. You know, right. there's no excuse. Look, this is a contract here. The, the ball's in his court. He's get, You know, just talk of him improving offensively, this is the time to show it. So, yeah, you know, th- that's what rings to me, man, no excuses. Nobody's in front of him. You know, they're going to give him t- playing time. You know, he might start out at the wing. But I, I, think, I think what they're going to do this year, man, because I was thinking about, you know, between the battle between him and Kisper for who starts at the three, I think both of them could. You know, depending on the matchup, you know, you, you can see both of them start significant games at the three. But, yeah, Denny, man, you- no excuses. This year is a contract year. You mm-hmm. know, if he doesn't perform, he just- if he does not play at expectations, that's on him. Cause there's nobody in front of him again. Can't use that excuse. Um, you know, they gave him the, the, the off season to get right, to work on his game. So yeah, mm-hmm. no excuses. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And, and another thing I'll say about Bilal too, is that you got to look at how he jumped onto the scene. Like he didn't really get up on draft boards until late in the draft process Yeah. when they, when he got into play and he's so young, um, I think he's like the second youngest player in the draft or something yeah. like that. So he he's so young. He's still growing. He's growing to his body. So, you know, he's going to have some awkward games here and there, some awkward shooting games. So I, I don't think the G league is just the worst thing in the world for him uh, yeah. at this point. So, um, but yeah, the Denny comment, yeah, it's put up or shut up for him. He's healthy. No excuses coming in. He was injured last year or, or hurt a little bit. And I uh, had to battle through that. So he's fully healthy. He, he did with the coaching staff and the GM in the front office asked him to do. So kudos to him for that. And uh, he's been training and working hard. So he he has he has, – I've never questioned his work ethic. He's a super hard worker. Yeah. He'll work out after the game. He'll get shots up after the games. And we've seen him on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff like that, and posting him, himself working out. So uh, I, I've never questioned his work ethic. Uh, but let me see if there's any other – oh, this is about the roster since they have about 15, 17 guys on a roster. Um, where is that? Do you have that quote up? Because I'm looking for I know I got it, but I – Oh, okay, ah. I found it. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, Josh Robbins, once again, he said, the Wizards will need to reduce their conventional roster from 17 players to 15 players before the start of the regular season. So, how does Wes Unso Jr. plan to go about that? He answered, "Quote: I think just healthy competition will give everybody an opportunity." Uh, what are your thoughts about that answer?
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Love it, man. Love it. One battle I'm looking for, man, is the obvious one. Kispert and Denny. I want to see them hustle. I want to see them earn that spot. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they can do, man. You know, training camp, preseason, I want to see them battle. But, you know, what, I'm trying to think what other battles, because, you know, with the veteran and it's, it's tough to see other battles. But, Overall, you want to see a competitiveness from everybody. You know, you want the people earn their spots, especially on, you know, you can say there there are guaranteed spots, but look, you know, a lot of people showcasing. This is a young team. This is a rebuilding team, especially these young guys that weren't drafted underneath this front office. They need to work their butt off because, look, they have no loyalty. They're going to flip people. They're going to try to get as many picks and young pieces Mm as they can. So, yeah, Denny and Kispert is the battle I'm looking forward to, man. I want to see, you know, the best man win the small forward position. Right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, with the 15, 17, with the 17 guys, they got to break it down to 15. You got Xavier Cooks. You got Anthony Gill. What's going to happen <laughs> with those guys? I mean, you brought in Todd Gibson. So one of those guys is certainly not going to make the roster. Yeah. Uh Jared Butler, two way player. He'll probably be on the G League team. Ryan Rollins most likely will be, you know, bouncing around from the G League to the roster to the regular roster as well. Uh, so the guys really that are looking on the outside, on the outside looking in, is probably Gill and Xavier Cooks. Yeah, uh, at this point, even though I know Wes really, really likes <laughs> Anthony Gill a lot, um, and Tommy Shepard signed Xavier Cooks, so they have no loyalty to him either. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about that Denny versus Corey matchup. That certainly is the biggest battle, but we'll, we'll certainly talk about that and break and break that down. So, um, is there any other quotes that stood out to you?
2: Nah, man, that is pretty much the meat of potatoes of the press conference. Those, you know, Mm -hmm. I thought those were the core ones because it really tells you where he's at as far as his game plan. And, you know, but, you know, you brought up Xavier Cooks and Gil, man. Wouldn't that be like the most underwhelming battle ever? (laughs) You're going to take turns diving on the court like. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll see, man. You know, like I said, um. This season is all going is pretty much two phases: before the deadline and after the deadline. So it's going to be a lot of hard decisions need to be made by this front office. But I got confidence in front office, man. So I think we'll be all right.
0: Yeah, um, and we'll see. The preseason games will pre, will be big as as uh, they do play an NBL team, which which uh, Xavier Cooks did play for as well. Um, and then one last thing: until said about Jordan Poole, since he arrived, there's a level of maturity for a 24 year old wise beyond his years. Ready to step into a leadership role. Guys really gravitate towards him. So, uh, nothing but good things for uh, that I've heard about Jordan Poole so far about his leadership.
2: Yeah, leadership. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's done all the right things coming in here, man. You know, he seems like, you know, he's, he's hungry. He's ready to light this league on fire, man. So, I've seen all the good things from Jordan Poole, man. Especially going back to the Draymond Green. You know, not saying nothing. Not clapping back. You know, he's, he's taking the grown man's approach to coming to D.C., man. So I'm very excited to see what he can do on the court and off the court, man. You know, we that's nothing we don't talk about is that we have a rich tradition of, of players who do a lot with the community, man. So I, I like to see, you know, either Kyle Kuzma or Jordan Poole, because I think Poole's going to be here for a while, pick up the mantle, man, from Bill, you mm. know, and see what he does off the court, too. So I'm I'm excited for the future of D.C. for Jordan Poole. Yes, sir.
0: All right, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. We just want to make sure you guys have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll see what the Commanders do this weekend. It's an uphill <laughs> battle, but they do have a better matchup against the Bears, so I'm excited for Thursday uh, night football next week. I'm just going to look past the game on Sunday, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we just want to thank you guys for watching and uh, making us your first listen every day. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, check us out next week. It's, I think, media day. I got I to gotta, I gotta check what media day is, but that we'll probably be doing training camp battle season previews and and uh, media day, since it is getting very close to the first preseason the game. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.